Something feels different. Something feels very, very different. What's wrong, James? Not necessarily what's wrong, but what's, what's right. Nothing's right. Nothing's Is right it not? World. What World's about full the of injustice? On, on the, the let, the let. What about this Conservative government? Let's, let's, not, let's, let's not start right. with this. What, yeah. what about... Oh. Rob is rubbing straight off the bat. What about, what about Phoenix? Let's, let's, let's let him get, get him out of his system. Let him go. Let him, let him run. Let, let him, him run. tire himself out so we can, we can tuck him in bed. No, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going home. You tired yourself out, Robbie? I'm, I'm going yeah. home. I'm going to go and have a nap. And I'll come back stronger and better than ever. So to, um, to uh, elaborate on what feels different, we are now, and obviously, dear listeners, you can't hear this because you can't see what we're doing. Um, we're we're not in the student radio anymore. We're, oh we're not. Way. We're not with Phantom Media anymore. And we're not in Robbie's Whoa. room, nope. failing to record podcasts <laughs> like happened last week. Hence we, the lack of a show. We actually yeah. recorded an entire podcast. It was a good show as well. I yeah, think. it was. It was, it was a really right, good show. Yeah. And yet, and you'll never hear any of it. <laughs> no. I made a really funny joke, and it's like one of the only really funny <laughs> jokes was, I've ever there was, made. There was, I was proud one of that joke one. on that episode. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's better than the last fifty. It's the funniest thing I've ever said in my life, and I can't remember what it is. What was it, Jordan? I don't know. I can't remember. My name is Jordan Reynolds, and I'm a I'm a I'm a moral person, and everyone laughed. We because Jordan's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. We are in the the Maypole, the Maypolio, as in the disease. Yeah, the <laughs> I was I was vaccinated <laughs> for it. So <laughs> no, the no. Paymole, as in a rodent that all of our cash goes to. Um, are you fucking robbing as well? Yeah. I think this so. This is a I fucking think, disease. I think it's spread. I'm, I'm robbing danger. See, polio. See, we, we made the mistake of getting all of us all a funny dialogue out of the way before we started recording. <laughs> so but that happens but, every week yeah. for anyone that doesn't actually find Just it Just tire funny. ourselves out. We're, we're adhering to the standards that we've always been. We're at the Maypole. We'll, we'll Ma- get that yeah. out of the way. Maypole, Maypole Cafe Bar and Theatre. The Maypole, where we did the live show. We did, we did. And the Maypole have very kindly offered to put us up for a bit longer. And there's no audience this time and I'm already regretting it it is just us it is us in a room and and in the corner is a is a cackling cackling man (laughs) it's funny there's actually more people laughing right now than there were at the live show well don't don't knock us the live show went all right we we, we got some polite golf clapping (laughs) people appreciated it and then there were two people in the audience that were funnier than us which was Robbie's brother and a guy called Carl Seeleaf shout out to Carl Seeleaf and Robbie's brother a guy called Carl Seeleaf a guy called Carl Seeleaf he's a prince among men a street car called Seeleaf starring Starring Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> we bumped into Carl Seatleaf the other day, me and Jordan did in town. Is this, con- the, no, no, yeah, stop yeah, you? Yeah, Is this going to be an interesting anecdote? <laughs> no. It won't be. Uh, no, so we're going to move leave on it there. there. Leave it there. No, it, it gets interesting, trust me. Go on it then. Does interesting. It? It, let's, does. it does. Let's what's, alienate all of the listenership. What's the, what's the punchline? What's the high point of this anecdote? And then he walked away. <laughs> Fantastic. So shall we introduce ourselves? Okay. Oh, I'll start then. Yeah, you start. I'm Jordan Reynolds, and recently I've been researching transphobic garlic bread memes. Transphobic garlic bread memes? If you've not seen this. What the fuck is that? No. There is a Facebook page dedicated entirely to garlic bread memes, and they were kind of funny, and then they posted one the other day that was... Um, if you had a piece of garlic bread for every gender and then just two pieces of garlic bread. And, and the, internet, <laughs> the internet has labelled it as transphobic garlic bread meme. 
Oh, good old transphobic <laughs> garlic bread memes. It's the only thing that makes me laugh now. <laughs> but the thing is, that isn't funny. It's someone pushing a political statement through yeah. memes. Yeah. Like through a garlic <laughs> bread meme. <laughs> An ironic garlic bread memes. I is this what we've become? Is this what comedy is in the 21st I know, century? I think that's the way forward. That isn't comedy. That's actual politics. Well, this I think this is the way forward. I think instead of voting in the EU referendum, we should just get a lump of garlic bread, right? And if you think we should remain, we should leave it on the plate. If you think we should leave, we should eat it. I think The I problem think is then everyone would just eat it and we'd all leave. All Donald Trump has to do is say meme. <laughs> and, and he'd be a lot more successful. Well, everybody's been overusing that that SpongeBob meme where he's a SpongeGar. Yeah, it's not SpongeGar. SpongeGar's oh, Sponge from season three, one. episode. I don't fucking. I don't fourteen. Care. I don't care <laughs> about this. It's meme. actually primitive SpongeBob from season one, episode twelve A. The single word, fact that you know <laughs> that bring, it makes me feel so ashamed to know you, Jordan. <laughs> it was a good episode as well. I like it that one. It was a good episode. That's when, yeah. well, that's so when Squidward gets trapped in time. Twelve A um, rather than twelve B. Yeah, it's, it's actually the rating because it was actually quite. Uh, it was one use of the word fuck in that episode of SpongeBob. <laughs> in an episode of SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah, they dropped the one f bomb and, and it yeah. was the twelve a. Sponge, SpongeBob. SpongeBob drops. Uh, it's drops funnier the when you explain the goes, joke. Fuck. Does he actually? You're not. No. Oh god! I was really hoping that was true. Then, like, like in the SpongeBob movie, they just save it up for one moment and, like, uh, the, the as, as SpongeBob is, is, is throwing the antagonist of the film down into like a sponge pit or something, <laughs> he just goes, "What? Fuck you!" <laughs> Tell me what you, you, you joke. Completely breaks character. But this happens in Top Cat Begins. Top Cat says, "Fuck." <laughs> no, right, okay. Fuck so, you, Officer Dibble. So the film ends with the the villain is called Mr. Big because the writers are really imaginative, oh. uh, which is also named the villain in Zootopia. Is it also it, the it, name of um, the villain in it's also Sex in the City? Yeah, no, it's it's, <laughs> yeah. The, it's the name of Carrie's husband in Sex and the City. Oh, that's the one. He's called Big. <laughs> but does that mean not not make Carrie Carrie Big? Why is he called Mr. Big? Is that actually? I, his I, name? I don't think it's yeah, his real his name, name, but for some reason everyone calls him Big. There's a running joke. I, it's, it's shameful well, that I've seen enough Sex in the City to to know this. There's a running joke that he's got quite a big penis uh, okay, so that's and he's also a big businessman that is that is also why he's called it in Top Cat Begins uh, um, um, speaking of go on that's a big penis officer Dibble it ends with uh, the film ends why with it, Top why do you think it's called Benny the Ball <laughs> Benny the Balls um, <laughs> Top Cat it's just so big balls <laughs> brain uh, that's not what he thinks Bra- brain that's not what he thinks with brain just um, got a pretty fucking disgusting scrotum <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> it looks like a brain. Um, no, but there's a, the end of the end of Top Cat begins. I'm gonna get there in the end. Uh, like the end of Top Cat begins. Um, Top Cat throws Mr. Big into a pit, and then he says something like, "See you later, Mr. Big." But then he says, "No, that wasn't good enough." And he says, "I need to think of something better to say." And then then he says, "I thought of it." And he turns and he sort of goes, Arr! and it's bleeped out, and this huge swear box pops up, and it says, "Censored." What? And it goes on for sort of like 40 seconds. Why does Top Cat do that? I don't know. Why would that, Top Cat do that? Interesting. <laughs> Why would Top Cat throw someone into a fucking pit? <laughs> because he wants to make money off him. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Was Christ. That, that, I love that we're trying to retroactively like figure out the fucking plot. I mean, Top I mean, Cat begins. I mean, we've gone on a bit of a tangent here, but maybe we should continue introducing <laughs> Yeah, we never oh, even shit, got yeah. through that. Um, I know who's next. It'd James. be me. Um, be James. So my name uh-huh, I've is Ben's taking it um, away. Ben and also Robbie. Um, my name is James, um, and I did not star in Top Gap Begins. However, Christian Bale did. 
Yeah, we all remember his, uh, his charming sort of backstory where he goes off to distant corners of the world and learns how to be the mm. top cat. Um, <laughs> he gets his, his top cat elocution lessons. He, 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 he wears a top hat and he, he becomes a cat. part of the movie? I don't know. I've, I've oh. never fucking seen yeah, the top, top, top cat. Top cat gets trained so by Russell. I know, I know at, nothing about top at cat. At one point, uh, someone takes the purple hat away from Christian Bale and he flips out completely. <laughs> I should have had the top cat, top hat, etc. It's not a top um, hat though. It's more of a sort of like, it's, more, yeah. more of like a sort of pot pie hat sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, it is, but yeah. it just rhymes. I shine truth myself. Yes. Hi, my name's Ben, and I've been dosed up to fucking painkillers all day because I'm in horrible, horrible pain. What's oh. going on, Ben? Tell us about your pain. Other um, than the constant existential angst. <laughs> that's that too. Yeah, the fucking nihilist pain. I don't need, uh, you know, I don't need. Uh, painkillers for that. I think I need some much stronger. <laughs> but um, I need some nihilist memes. I've I think it's either slept funny or just just I don't know. I've just got fucking horrible posture sitting in a computer chair, which I did all day because I did nothing and I achieved nothing yesterday. Can you have a nihilist meme? Yeah, is well, that something that yeah. exists? We've established, page we've established memes. that all memes now are political tools rather yeah. than means of... Hey, do you, know, do you know what? Another web uh, Facebook page has got great memes. What? Uh, verbal Discharge. Verbal Discharge. It's, it's called jamesbosson.com <laughs> and he posts all the freshest memes. There is actually a website called jamesbosson.com. There is, there is. What can we find on jamesbosson.com? There's a guy who lives in London and he plays semi-professional poker. Right, <laughs> and it is his website, jamesbosson.com, and I I have a Google alert set up, <laughs> which you, you can do. So you basically you can put in a keyword or a phrase into Google, and whenever something happens involving that, it'll send you an alert. Oh. So I've I did one for my name, and then it just means that like every three or four weeks I'll get an email through saying like, oh, James Bosson did all right in this poker competition. Oh. Congratulations, though. I know. I'm thank you. It was, it, was, it, was, it was really difficult not yeah. being there. So uh, wait, wait, did it come up when he got the allegations? Um, no, they, they just went straight through. No, that's, oh, right, that's right, only right, for right people who aren't no, actually they, they our were, presenter, James. They were strapped to the um, bricks that got thrown through my window. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, good, it's a good thing that your dad's a high-powered lawyer and he never had to face any consequences. <laughs> <laughs> what even is this? I don't know. I'm, I'm making some he, obscure you're, reference. You're making a reference to what happened before the show and when and James wasn't even <laughs> here for it we, either. We, 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 yeah. were just, we were discussing the thing about the, uh, the guy in Stanford who... Uh, he, oh, he, yeah, he, I know he, this. He's a rich white guy, so he doesn't have to face consequences uh my name to finally introduce myself oh my name yeah is we didn't get other builders yeah <laughs> uh my name is robbie and i could have i i could have ruined my life basically um and oh, i'm laughing about that shouldn't, 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 shouldn't have happened um it was 20 minutes of action and <laughs> now <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> oh. no <laughs> but yeah it's really good it's thing you timed life. yourself though yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you, I have, you have some restraint at least. Whenever to use a stopwatch. Whenever I, <laughs> I, whenever, whenever I approach a potential rape situation, oh I no, that's my. I switch my watch onto stopwatch um, setting, and <laughs> I. <laughs> you Are you about to make like a Bernard's watch rape <laughs> joke? <laughs> oh yeah, we all remember that episode where Bernard used his watch to rape a group of people. <laughs> to be fair, that's what he could have done. She was unconscious at the time. Oh, the oh so God. he quite easily could have just. No, paused that time. doesn't. Hey, that doesn't count. It, it, it wasn't twenty. It wasn't twenty minutes of action. No time passed at all. <laughs> it's that thing when people say they woke up and they feel shagged. It's like actually Bernard. Who out. says that? Um, I Who says that? that? Someone, I once saw. Is that a thing? Like, oh, I feel like I've been shagged. No, 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 no. I, I feel phrase. shagged, as oh. in I feel dishevelled, not not yeah. as in I feel like I've been shagged. <laughs> who says I feel shagged then? 
I'll just, I'll I don't know people what. who wake up with particularly tender anuses. I don't know. <laughs> Scooby Doo says it near Bernard's house. Because <laughs> oh, apparently, apparently Bernard from Bernard's Watch only operates around the immediate area around his house. How <laughs> do you think like the ability to control time would have affected Bernard's character in I the way like in a way mad. that the show wouldn't have? Do you presented. think he'd have grown up like like I don't know like a child star for Disney <laughs> when they they get old and and his power has warped him into yeah. a horrible horrible monster? Yeah. Is actually is actually is it's actually some like some old H.P. Lovecraft story in that <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's all analogue for the writer's racism. Do you think there'd be like an almost a sort of like sphere of influence effect with like sort of people who feel like they've been chagged <laughs> within like a sort of two mile <laughs> radius of Bernard's house? They start a Facebook group for survivors of Bernard's watch. Jesus, oh, for God's Jesus sake. Christ. <laughs> what is it with your sort of like you're just trying to agitate people recently? <laughs> well, I do, why am I trying to... I, I don't, I'm not doing it deliberately. Oh, yeah, you're fucking making excuses now, aren't you? You son of a bitch. Hey, so speaking of agitation, <laughs> let's let's dive right into a really uh, divisive let's, let's issue. Oh. So um, if you're listening to this podcast, it is likely Friday the 10th or afterwards. And we all know what that means. Oh, it, boy. It, it means one of three things. It means um, it's not Friday the 13th. No, it means that you've missed your chance to register for the EU referendum, you fucking idiot. <laughs> for the second time, no less. For the second time. Especially you, our one listener in China. Yeah, yeah you didn't <laughs> vote in the EU vote. referendum. Also, thanks for... Still, still, still listening, listening <laughs> somehow. He has he's still listening. Yeah, he still listens. I d- I'm, I'm interested how they get past the internet to listen to us here. <laughs> it, I, I love the idea that there is someone in China who is risking life and <laughs> limb to get past their country's sort of mandatory firewall purely to listen to this shit. Do you think we can? <laughs> Can we smuggle like state secrets into the podcast? I think we and could. just put them out, and then that one person. Do we have any state secrets? That, yeah, I've got loads. Give us one. Um, did you know that oh. David Cameron, right? Oh, he's actually a lizard. What? What? No uh, way! The Illuminati were right all oh, along. Spread knows. it through China, son. The the, the government are um, are hiding the fact that there are aliens in the sky. Aliens. Aliens with an M. <laughs> <laughs> Not aliens. That's actually a misdirect. <laughs> so, so, visa, so where are we going with the EU referendum? I just fingers. wanted to open a dialogue about it. I just think it's um, it, it's kind of an interesting topic that I feel needs to be talked about because, like, it seems that I'm, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm using this to soapbox here, but I'm enjoying that everyone on the Leave campaign seems to be basing most of their argument around the fact of like, well, Nigel Farage says we'll be all right, and he says we'll sort out the immigrants. No, no, no. To be fair, I've seen I've seen some good reasons um, for staying in the EU. Um, from the Leavers' point of view, yeah, they they give the the, the Leavers give a good argument. Um, one of the, which I saw was, we get cheap fags. <laughs> they were like, they were hey. like, hey, we should probably leave, but we'll lose the cheap fags that we get. Can I? Do we oh get no. cheap fags? Well, no, we don't. Oh. But we Rob, do Rob, Rob is winding to... one up. Is <laughs> right. No, please don't be. No, Here actually, something. No, going to say something vaguely homophobic. I just want to move it on a bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, because <laughs> I love the fags. Um, oh, no, I'm, I, I've never smoked in my life. Robbie, um, you, have been, we, you have been close to the bone with the fuck, every sentence this show. To you? When did you get so edgy recently, Robbie? <laughs> I, I don't know. Was, we'll, we'll, we'll see Robbie rock up to the next recording. Wearing a leather, leather jacket, jacket yeah. like spikes on his shoulder. <laughs> like smoking and spitting at passers-by. Yeah. No, but uh, you mentioned the fact that it would be Friday the 10th or afterwards. Yes. Which also means another thing is happening. What's happening, Robbie? It means that it is the start of the Euros. What? 
so but is this a rugby can, thing? So, so basically, basically any European related thing can, is happening. But can can any of you tell me what the Euros are? The rugby. It, it's, no, it's the currency. It's not the rugby. The, the currency they use yeah. in Europe. It's the fo- it's the football one where I, where they only have it's like the, you know the World Cup right where they have all the teams in the world and they all go like to try and find out which one's the best at football. Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. 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 Do we all know James? You know that as well. Oh uh, no, that, I know find that. out the big 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 football man. Yeah, exactly. They find him. No, they find eleven football men each time. Oh right, the, yeah. Vlad, Vlad the Messiah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like him. it's like the, that one where they've got all the teams in the world, the but sack, they've only a wicker man. They've only and, got the yeah. teams in Europe, um, so it's not like the world. It's just like a smaller one, so it's not like as good, but it's still okay. okay. Um, and apparently, is this going to go on to Leicester City? Uh, no, but I'm a massive, le- I'm the biggest, world's biggest Leicester City fan, okay. uh, and I have been since I was born. Um, <laughs> however, yeah, there's been quite a big deal about. Are the, the Euros worth it? Should we be staying in the Euros? Should we be competing in the Euros? Uh, both England and Wales are in it this year. Um, so there's been a big debate as to whether or not we should be competing. And I was just wondering whether we can get some opinions on, some debate on this. Because, like, personally, I feel that <laughs> it now we no longer, as... as like Loud Britain sigh. England invented football, okay? This is, this is a fact. This is a fact. England invented football. Do you know but how we, football started? We no longer, we no longer make the laws for football. So I think personally, oh, we sake. need to we need to leave the Euros so that we can make rules for a game what we invented. Like did, I did, we invent it? Yeah, we did. Um, oh. But the offside rule was invented by Frenchmen. Oh yeah, probably oh. typical it typical French people. It doesn't make people. any sense. Yeah. So I suppose it must the, have been invented the, by the, the, the bad things were all made by the French people. Yeah, yeah. obviously um, be, be, because of our, our, our strange detest of them for some reason. Yeah, and yeah. I say detest, <laughs> which is a which is a word that comes from a French word. Does it? Yeah, the detest. Which just means which is detest. Which just means <laughs> hate. Oh, so it's yeah. it's the same word. Yeah, it's the same word. Um, other facts about the Euros: it costs the UK taxpayer four hundred and eighty pounds every year to complete the official Panini sticker album. <laughs> 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 what about what about those um, power pods? I've got little football heads in them. <laughs> football crazy, it's chocolate mad. You grab a power pod and play football with the lads. Or does anyone There's micro stars <laughs> in everyone, a hero <laughs> in your hand. <laughs> They're the greatest right. players, the best team in the... It is, I, 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 how do I remember that? <laughs> I, used, I used to cheer the noses off. And, what, what, really? Because I was fucking two. And I, and I, and I, and I, I, now, I would have been one or two, and brother was like, I don't know, of a, of a, a young age... To be sort of interested in football, sort of interested in small football figures. What but else did you eat as a child, Ben, that uh, you weren't supposed I, to? I ate Action Man's hair. <laughs> that when they used to like, they used to have like sort of flock as Action, action Man's hair rather than actual like, plastic hair. You yeah. know, and yeah. I, 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 I just, I just sucked his hair off. You know, the, <laughs> sucked the hair of Action Man. You know the little plastic the army man. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. used to when I, I, I used to fight wars with them. But when, when, when I wanted a major character to die, I would bite their head off. Oh. <laughs> really? And yeah. swallow it? No, Jesus no, no. I'd, I'd, like, I'd, I'd put it between my teeth. Fucking feral child. And I'd twist it. I'd twist it till his head came off, and then I'd spit it on the floor. And I'd Jesus be like, Christ. Take that, General Harlow. That's what God does in real wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that you say like, like a major character <laughs> to die off. Does that mean that you had a running, I had, cons- I had like a cast. A running continuity? Yeah. Who were the key players? Oh, I can't remember now. There was there was General Harlow who I just mentioned. Who I, I was General I Harlow actually won? Yeah, I, oh, I, well. I I bit his head off. I think did because you? because he betrayed somebody <laughs> or something like that. Did you did you have any journalists that you just bite the head off uh, for <laughs> terror? Hey. Oh no. <sighs> I, th- I, th- I, th- I think me and my brother had sort of like running stories of like made up, uh, uh, made up Pokemon teams, <laughs> <laughs> sort of like you know, it's like Team Rocket and like Team Acra and stuff. Oh, we yeah. Made up our own ones and stuff. Team Team Green. 
Yeah. And, 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 and team polka dot team knickers. <laughs> team red and blue. Oh, my God. Team diamond and pearl. That was great. Um, do you want more facts about the... Well, okay. Do I we know, think I we should I be I know nothing about it, and that's the reason why I'm trying to derail it. Oh, no, that's so not the reason. I think, yeah. I think you... You, so, you just even know things when you don't... I'm not entirely also, sure that, if you're trying to make an analogy to... Yeah, I am. That's a joke. Throw my toys out the pram. The joke is I'm making the football, which I know nothing about. Oh. The... The, oh. the, 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 yeah, did we not? Never mind. Uh, people yeah, that, say that, 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 <laughs> that was funny. That was. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that joke worked. Should I, should I continue? Go no. on, go on. Fine. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. Uh, but no, people say it would be bad for us to pull out of um, pull out the Euros because. Here comes here comes some top satire. Because oh. <laughs> 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 it would be bad for us to pull out the Euros because we wouldn't get regular international football with the European teams. Uh, but frankly, I think we could create our own competition with America. Um, <laughs> and frankly, Norway aren't in the Euros this year, but they play against the European teams regularly. So I don't see what the problem is. Have you verified these jokes against if if Norway are actually playing? I in thought the, it was Switzerland. No. I, th- oh, right. I think you're thinking <laughs> of Switzerland. That, no, uh, no, 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 Norway, Norway and Switzerland. Yeah, Norway aren't in the I think. Yeah, Switzerland, they're the That was one of the Libra's arguments I saw. So, like, oh, Switzerland could do all this, and they're not in the EU. It's like, yeah, Switzerland's rich as fuck. Yeah. They can do anything. They've got all this Nazi gold. Like, they participate in the European sort of trade single market, but at great cost to themselves, and they have no say over its rules. So it shouldn't be paraded around as if it's a as if it's a positive. Also, a big thing to note about that is that we're we're not Switzerland. Switzerland. <laughs> yeah. Switzerland. Switzerland's a different country. That's what you should. Do you know what Switzerland is? It's Switzerland. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what worries yeah. you know, me? Do you know? Do you know what we are? England. Not England. Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, um, you know what worries me is I hear a lot of people talking about rebuilding the British Empire, and I'm not entirely sure what that means. Um, that well, I mean, was re- re- slavery re- that bad? I mean. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> we could we could have an argue, we could argue about this Ugh. all day, really. Um, you know, <laughs> we could re- argue about this. Strong points on both sides, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have to do any work myself. Very debatable issue. Um, or, right, okay, You've got all the cotton you'd want. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was going to say that, and then I thought that's too much. Uh, See, but that's what I'm here for, Jordan, to make the jokes that no one else is willing to make. Yeah. <laughs> so the Remain campaign is to remain in the Euros is currently being headed up by the Prime Minister of Football in this country, oh. who is Rain Wooney. Um, <laughs> Rain, <laughs> Rain oh. Wooney. He is a top football man. Uh, yeah. He was named the Prime Minister football of Football man. last year yeah. by the English football footballs. And they <laughs> said, Rain Rooney, you're the best at football, so you should be the Prime Minister of Football. Sorry, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> this is getting very surreal. The Council of Footballs. Yeah. They're just all like talking footballs with capes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the standard of the circle like, in a big dark room. They were the um, one. And, and Rain Rooney had, had like, a stand in the middle and yeah. they knighted him. <laughs> they, they just sat there like, how does it feel to be kicked by him? And they'd be like, it was quite satisfying. Very good. He's very good at it. <laughs> yes, we agree. <laughs> I think Rain Rooney should be Prime Minister. And they'll speak at it. Yes, what we agree. We should appoint like, David James to be in the cabinet. I don't know. What hellish dreamscape have you made <laughs> where like leather balls are our overlords? <laughs> that is real. Yeah. Just, ju- just like the EU. <laughs> Am I right? No. What a, what a load of old hot air in old leather the, people. Those hey. leather balls up in Brussels <laughs> oh. governing um, us with their capes. <laughs> <laughs> so the Prime Minister of Football is currently Rain Wooney. Um, but he's really inconsistent. Um. Um, so like... I'm sure you're aware of this fact. The Prime Minister, uh, a few years ago, said something completely different to what he's currently saying on the campaign. Oh. So, a few years ago, Rain Wooney 
said that he didn't want the Euros to exist because he was really confused by the exchange rate whilst away on a away match uh, and wanted to... Know what actually, it's, it's a nice 1.25 at the moment. So Is there it? You, go, yeah. you look at notes. Well. Have you actually thought this through? Uh, I've made rough notes on a couple <laughs> of them. Oh, okay. Um, that's it. I didn't come up with any more. I thought it was just uh, a long tangent. This was just a long tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything is a long tangent. But no, it's, it's actually planned. Wow. Yeah. I applaud that. Thank you. Thank you. And some of us occasionally <laughs> plan things with the podcast, Ben Knight. <laughs> Whoa. Some hey, of us have prepared hey. content before on over the 50 episodes. <laughs> no, not just going on the show and just trying to ruin everything everyone else has done. Yeah, just talking over everyone else. Kicking no everyone's one. sandcastles over. No, exactly. No. That's <laughs> some of us do. A, some of us edit the show as well. Some of yeah, us yeah. Like, record, some of us set things up. They don't just turn up every now and again, talk over everyone else. Children, <laughs> we love you both equally. <laughs> no, you don't. You have to have a favourite. <laughs> All right, Robbie. Yeah. There we go. Oh, I always knew it. I'm just going to become wayward and take drugs and drop out of school. Why, hey, why I'll, I'll pay for your drugs if you get out of the house. <laughs> oh, <fair enough>. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, you both looked a lot like leather balls to me. <laughs> you leather balls. You leather balls with your parenting <laughs> questionable skills. Who can forget that time that all of our parents, just straight after giving birth, turned into footballs. Like yeah. the dad was sat out in the corridor uh, and he gave allowed birth. In. It was the 80s. Yeah. And it's the 80s. <laughs> yeah. How old are you, Robbie? <laughs> uh, not old enough <laughs> to be born in the 80s. Um, so it, yeah, the dad was outside <laughs> and the moment, the moment that I emerge from the the womb, there, the dad, he's, he's, he's sat there, he's nervous, he's sort of shaking, he's, cr- he's, he's excited though. And yeah, he's on the verge of tears. Then he looks down and he sees his body is turning into those hexagonal black and white pattern <laughs> and he begins it's to round is this like in Back to the Future when Marty McFly starts seeing his like hands appear yeah and it's like I mean it's the music like doodly doo it'll be just like oh she's stuck it's heavy it'll be just like that if Marty McFly turned into a football yeah yeah in a hospital that was in Back to the Future 4 cancelled no, which was yeah. made. I've seen it because I went oh. back in time and oh, okay. saw it before it was cancelled. Yeah, it, it, it fades then, away because of a time paradox. Wasn't that horrible little thing where... Um, what what American talk show was it where they had oh, Doc yeah. and Marty back oh, on? It was on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, and they brought sort of... What, what's, what's the name of the guy who played Marty? Is, uh, uh, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, Michael J. Fox. They bring he, on... He and was like, wrought with Parkinson's. For ages when I was younger, I used to think his name was Michael J. Parkinson's. Michael J. Fox. You get to mix it with Michael Parkinson. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's interesting because you know Muhammad Ali died recently. (laughs) You know how he, you know how he was once had a very famous performance um, on Parkinson. Well, ironically, (laughs) 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 some say some say that tilted him over the edge. Oh no! It's it's because Michael Parkinson repeatedly punched. (laughs) 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 Michael Michael Parkinson repeatedly punched. Bigly punched Muhammad Ali in the head several times over his career. Um, he got he said it was, <laughs> yeah, it was it was, it was interesting when they, when they wheeled out like kind of um, Michael J. Fox and uh, Christopher Lee, not Christopher Lee, Christopher, Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. It'd be worse if they brought out Christopher <laughs> Lee and he's fucking caught. Like well, sorry, because like they brought out um, Christopher Lloyd and he's already a half corpse. It would have been <laughs> worse if they brought out Christopher <laughs> Lee's Is actual that? corpse. Oh, Marty, we're on the stage, Marty. They, they both look like they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. They, do, they don't know if <gasps> they've actually come back to the future or not. <laughs> they, they kind of get out of the smoke 
And then Jimmy Kimmel's there, and they're like, I don't know where I am, Doc. <laughs> were they doing it in character? Yeah, they were doing it in character. In well, kind of. Full character. And then they make hilarious observations. Yeah. And like, so like, <laughs> oh, are we high tech now? And then Jimmy Kimmel says, no, but we have selfies. And then everyone laughs. Yeah, it was basically <laughs> like, like they sort of brought them out and just use them oh. as a vessel for Jimmy Kimmel for, to make the typical joke. jokes about like smartphones and like Am I right, guys? The, 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 the present is evil because new things are bad. Well, <laughs> congratulations, Ben. You're qualified to be on Jimmy Kimmel's writing staff. I might as well be Jimmy Kimmel. No, I, I might as well be just people who make those fucking shareable Facebook memes. That's sort of like... Back in my day, things were good, but now they're bad. Am I right? <laughs> yes. you're, you're voicing the thoughts of an entire generation. Relatable. Am I right? Verbal discharge in your face. Verbal discharge in a master race. Verbal discharge and disgrace. We are racist. Verbal discharge. So, you may have noticed, as we mentioned, 10th of June means a handful of things. It does. Ooh. One of the things that it means, perhaps the most important thing that it means, I mean, there's the start of the Euros, there's the, the deadline for coming up towards to voting, mm. there's all kinds of things going on. Um, but I think the most important thing is that it is the anniversary of the release of the best film ever made. Really? Yes. Mm. Oh. It is the sixth year anniversary of Letters to Juliet, starring Amanda <laughs> Seyfried coming out, which is... How is this film? It's not very good. Really? Uh, yeah, I watched it this morning. Oh does uh, why? <laughs> I, I don't know. I does had two hours. Spare. Is is Amanda Seyfried Juliet? No. Um, does she get film, letters? Plot of the film is sort of. Plot of the film is. Wait, Amanda, I think I've seen this film. Have you? Funnily enough, is that the one where she goes to Italy? Yeah. Oh, and there's letters and, in a war. And yes. She, yeah, have we all seen We've it? We've seen oh, it. <laughs> we, ben, are you the only one who hasn't I seen haven't Letters seen to it. Juliet, starring feel, Amanda Seyfried? I feel like I should watch it every day for a week. I feel <laughs> like I feel like I, I I watched it, but not really watched it. If you know what I mean, like like somebody else was watching it. What and I was circumstances in the room. did you watch I, it? I think I watched it with with, with my girlfriend. The same. <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm oh. pretty sure I was just instead playing Binding of Isaac on my laptop <laughs> and and hiding it so it looked like I was watching the film, but actually I was playing the game. See, I just I just watched it on my own. I just sat down and thought, I really want to watch Letters to Juliet starring Amanda Seyfried and Vanessa. And what did you think of it? It's not very good. (laughs) It isn't. It isn't. Right, give give me the rundown of Letters to Juliet. So the plot is, Amanda Seyfried is a fact checker for the New New Yorker. The New Yorker, the the new magazine. What, like a copywriter or? No, she checks facts. Oh, she literally goes, oh, so that's correct. The film starts with her ringing people up going, hey, where were you when World War II ended? Because uh, we've written in this this article that you were somewhere else, and then they're like, "No, mate, I was there." And they're like, "Oh, great, nice one." Oh. Um, <laughs> I'd love to see that in the actual in the actual <laughs> script. Actual is that an we've actual heard you job? Were there, and then, no, mate, I was somewhere yeah. else. Is, is oh, that is, is that an actual that job? Me. Is that not the is Probably. that not the responsibility of the person writing the article in the first hey, place? Not if you write for the New Yorker, you don't have to give a shit. Or the Sun. You just have to put in clever political cartoons. <laughs> That's really it for the New Yorker. Um, so Amanda Seyfried is doing that, uh, but really she wants to be a writer. Oh boy! Um, so she's a don't writer. She's a writer. She's a writer. I bet she shares writer mm. memes on Facebook. She's the kind mm. of, she comes across the kind of person. She, yeah. Yeah. She, she, the she, kind of person that shares she, if you're in a relationship a, with a writer. She's a special kind of person because she's a writer. My main problem with the film is that every single character in it, apart from Vanessa Redgrave, actually, I thought she was quite good in it. Everyone else in the film is a prick. <laughs> I, I just didn't like it or like any of them. And I didn't want any of them to be happy, which is always a problem. Uh, but were yes, you, you, mo- were you rooting for Amanda Seyfried, at least? 
Not really, to be is, honest. Is the, there's not really anything to root for, is there, if um, I remember correctly? No, she's just sort of this vapid, like, painfully vacuous, almost... She's nothing, ca- yeah. she's, she's devoid of character, from what I recall. There's, but basically, um, she has a boyfriend who is an, a chef who's opening his own restaurant soon, and is really dedicated to it and really passionate about that, and they're going on holiday to because he needs to organize stuff he needs to talk to distributors and stuff from the from the restaurant mm-hmm. and she goes and because because they go and do the thing that they went on holiday in order to do she's miserable because she feels like there isn't she isn't isn't dedicating any time to her oh no um, when did you they did you spend the film rooting for like her shit boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> sort of I was more on his side than Amanda Seyfried's side. Because he's, 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 it's more than that he's played up to be quite neglectful isn't he and he's how, yeah, how, that's how the is idea, he neglectful what does he do but the thing is, like, he takes her to with the rod. Yeah, like, no, I yeah. think he, he, no, he no, like he, he forgets important dates and like like. No, he doesn't. Oh. He doesn't even do that. He Does takes he, her to a vineyard in on him? and because he needs to buy wine, so he takes her to a vineyard, and she's like, "Oh, I wanted to go sightseeing." And like, no, you came to Italy in order to go to a vineyard to buy wine for the restaurant. Yeah, right. It's just. It annoyed me. It annoyed me a bit. Um, like she, she's also, him, she's not getting everything she wants. There's, there's a bit in the film oh, okay. in which <laughs> in which Amanda Seyfried's boyfriend, who is Italian, and they cast an Italian actor in it to play an Italian character, but there's a line in the script where someone says to... Um, Does he go, Mamma mia, that's <laughs> a spicy meatball. You son of a bitch, I was fucking wind up to say that. No, no, no. I, I, I was like, right, I'm going to say, Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball at some point, <laughs> but I don't know when. But and there's then you, <laughs> fucking, you fucking slide in there like a spicy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> like a very slimy meatball. But there's a bit in the film, there's a bit in the film, where there's a line where Amanda Seyfried says to someone, oh, when he's in Italy, he becomes like this. He thinks he's Italian, despite the fact that he is actually Italian. And clearly they wrote that line assuming the actor playing was going to be American or like Italian-American. And note, they actually cast an Italian with an Italian accent, an Italian oh. actor from Italy. And they made kept him that line play an American they pretended made, to be an Italian. He doesn't even know. He's got an Italian accent the whole way through. That, that, that annoyed me. Um, but then, yeah, they go is to... It, is, is that just a dig at his like, Italian culinary skills? So, oh, he thinks he's an Italian, but really he's just one of those. I don't know. Supposedly he's a really those. good chef, though. Oh, he's okay. supposed to be brilliant and amazing. He never really demonstrates this, though, over the course no. of the film. He spends most of the film like going to places and people show him ingredients, and he just gets really excited. Yeah. And he's like, this is brilliant. I'm so excited for this business <laughs> like, that I'm like, starting up. Someone just goes, here's a pepper. And he goes, <gasps> like, whoa, <laughs> here's some pepper. garlic. Fuck! Oh! <laughs> what? <laughs> you joke, but that's actually about 20 minutes of screen time. Yeah, that's like... So it's basically 20... Like it's basically like it's just a reaction shots of him, but someone from behind the camera is just holding out various <laughs> ingredients. Here, here's some paprika. Whoa! You're blowing my mind! <laughs> Can you imagine if he presented Ready, Steady, Cook? Every time they open the bag and they put out, like, today, I've got a loaf of bread and a pepper. Whoa! Whoa! Look at that, it is brilliant, and it is the best thing I have ever seen. You know, Mamma mia, mama that mia. meatball's very <laughs> spicy. <laughs> it is so spicy, that meatball. And you really wanted tomato. to say that, didn't you, Ben? I swapped it all this time, so <laughs> it's more original. Um, but yeah, she goes to Italy, and she goes to that Juliet like house where people put letters on the wall and say, like, mm. oh, I'm right sad and that. Oh, there's a... Ha- oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's all coming oh, flooding back so to you. That's where the, le- the titular letters from Juliet come it, from. It's is, is a romantic idea based on the fact, like, oh, Romeo and Juliet by William Shakespeare. We sure are romantic. Yeah, but yeah. No, they, they it, it, don't, it, no, they write 
letters. Is it to Juliet or from yeah, Juliet? Juliet? Oh, they write letters to Juliet, and the idea is that it's just this kind of figure for their sort of unrequited love, and they can use it to kind of vent their romantic frustrations. Yeah. But then in the film, if just, I yeah. just have a wank, yeah. um, <laughs> Amanda Seyfried, <laughs> just 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 not one out. Is that how you vent your romantic yes. frustrations? That's exactly how I vent my romantic frustrations. <laughs> oh, I'll never find someone who truly understands Might me. Might as well just have a wank. www.pornhub.com <laughs> She I understands me. I don't have to type www. Just type the P and it <laughs> <laughs> comes straight up. <laughs> oh. It's on I'm your homepage. <laughs> you don't know me very well. No, you you always start there, but like by the end you're somewhere weird on like X hamster or spank bang, and you don't. You're like, oh, how the fuck did I get here? I feel, I feel unsafe in X hamster. It's like I walked into a weird alleyway. <laughs> X hamster's like like the pawn that no one else would host. Yeah. <laughs> you hey, could, you could hey, go further we, than that. Hey, we have it. You want tentacle pawn? <laughs> We got some tentacle. This is the Italian American man. Hey, baby, you want some tentacle porn? We got some of that. You know <laughs> what I'm it's saying? Because like, normally, like, like, like when you're on a porn site and you go in categories, there's like like maybe a dozen or like like maybe 20 maximum. I mean, like, when, like, I like, but, but like, you go on X hamster, you click categories, and there's fucking thousands. There's anything you could want. You, there's, you there's want to see someone fuck some cat entrails? We got <laughs> some of that shit for you. Oh, Coming down to X hamster. <laughs> There, <laughs> is there actual hamster sex? It's, it's just, it's just it's important. Italian American hamster wearing like a leather jacket. He runs. Now, you, now, usually when someone asks that sort of question, Robbie, and yeah. we're at home, someone gets their laptop out and searches for <laughs> it. Fortunately, we can't. But I'm pretty sure if you search hamster be. sex, you'll find some. Yeah, yeah there's bound to be. There's I also recently be. discovered there's a genre of porn in which you have like an hour of going on like a POV date with someone. And I have seen of, this. They'll sort of look at you, like look at the camera and say like, isn't that a great painting as you walk around a museum? <laughs> Wait, you like you actually go on a date to a museum? So sad. Yeah, but it'll, it'll leave you a gap for you to respond like it's Dora the Explorer. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> and he, sort of goes, <laughs> he sort of looks at it and says, oh, look at this this nice vase. And you go, swipe it, no swiping, <laughs> etc. But why, why bother? Why not, why not just cut out the middleman and masturbate to Dora the Explorer? <laughs> 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 but then about 40 minutes in, then sex begins and I switch off. Um, <laughs> do, you think, do you think Dora would call you Pappy? I wouldn't do this on the first date. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever, um like... Watched porn and then the explorer. <laughs> no, no, for, for lack of a better word, finished watching the porn. <laughs> but then but then kept watching for the plot. Because <laughs> no. you're that engrossed. Yes. I don't think that's ever happened no. to anyone, James. Have you not ever Really? I've watched <laughs> porn solely for the plot yeah. before. I, oh, I've I have I have like browsed porn thinking this one looks like it's got a good story. <laughs> Do you never like sometimes I'll skip right through I'll get bored of it and I'll skip right through to the end just to see how it how it finishes? What if there's like any <laughs> smart dialogue at the end? <laughs> Some witty repartee yeah, at the exactly. end. Exactly. Like, do they have so any? Turns the camera and just goes, check please. <laughs> and it finishes. See, I don't know because I've never watched. And, the, the, and then like like the sort of the the like black angle like fades in on their eye and they just wink at the camera. <laughs> see, yeah, see, yeah, weird. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know because I've never actually watched porn. Like when it says you have to be over eighteen, oh, you've, you've, I, 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 I panic and press no, no because no, I don't I don't want the police to get me. I used to do that actually. I used to, I used to panic. I used to hear. <laughs> Sirens in the night and think uh, the police uh, were coming <laughs> for me. Just like, are you over team again? Yeah, I am. I, not, I remember when I, I, I was probably at the age of like 15 or 16 and I went from looking at images to actually watching a video and saying, yes, I was over 18 and watching a video on the internet. And then, and then, like, I heard sirens in the night and I was like, oh, 
they're coming for me. They know <laughs> I watched the porn. And <laughs> it was like when I was three years old and I broke a plate and thought the I thought you were watching porn me. at three years old. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> no, <laughs> very loose childhood. I, um, I told this to Jordan, actually, the other day. Um, when I was, uh, like, I, I think just leaving um, primary school, I stole a Freddo. From a um, from oh, a from, from a corner bitch. shop, and I, I remember because I, I didn't have any. Um, generally, what had happened on Fridays was like my mum or my dad would leave me like a pound on the side, mm. so that when I was going to school, I could get it and I'd be able to get something from the corner shop, some confectionery to see the week off. <laughs> and one day I forgot to get the pound, and all my friends went into the shop and bought sweets, and I was like, I haven't got any, but I, ne I need something. I can't be the only one without. So I went in, and I remember like just, just the feeling of dread, knowing they're going to find me, they're going to find out, they're going to know. So I grabbed a Freddo from the shelf, stuffed it up my sleeve, darted out of there, like ran around the corner and ate it, and then thought, oh shit, I don't even have anything to eat with everyone now. <laughs> so ultimately, it was a completely void oh. experience. But I, that you home, when I was when I was at home that night, I remember being like lying in bed, like you say, and being absolutely certain they're going to come for me. Got that sense like, I'm going to get arrested. Well, I'm going to go to prison. Well, it's good that I finally got that confession out of you. This has been an undercover sting for three years at the time <laughs> I've known you. In, insert voice. <laughs> James Bosch, you're under arrest. <laughs> and then like policemen kicking the sky. We've been watching you for a long time, you son down. of a bitch. So, back so to Letters yeah, to Juliet. Letters to Juliet. Okay. Um, but they... <laughs> That's a good tangent we went from. Amanda Seyfried. Uh, yeah, oh, James, you were about to explain exactly what happened with Letters to Juliet. Oh, yeah. She, she encounters um, an organisation oh. of women who respond to all of the letters that are written and placed in this wall. Yeah. And she, after sort of briefly sort of flirting with friendship with them, she joins their numbers and becomes one of these women that responds to these letters Is to this Julia. a cult? Yeah, It basically. is, it is. Oh. Um, I did, I did from, what I, from having briefly looked it up online, uh, in the film, they state that they're paid by the, 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 the local council uh, as like a touristy thing. So they respond and people come and put more letters in. Uh, that, that isn't actually real. That isn't the case. There's actually just a load of random volunteers who are this sort of, they call themselves the Juliet Club, but they're basically a cult. And they run like <laughs> Romeo and Juliet recreation nights and I, so I, on. I do remember there was that one really um, like just al almost unfitting scene in the film mm. where an, uh, Amanda Seyfried has to undergo her initiation ceremony. So they come for her in the night and they chuck a robe over <laughs> her head and then they take it off and they're sort of, there's loads of like Gregorian chants and candles. <laughs> and then they, they just beat her with with rods and that she has to withstand it for and two then, hours. And then, and then she has to like drink the blood of a goat and, yeah, then, yeah, and then, yeah. she, then she can write letters. And then the film resumes, yeah, that's yeah, normal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's never really referred back to again. <laughs> no, um, no, no, no. But no. yeah, no, um, Amanda Seyfried goes to help with them. Oh, and no, then behind uh, one, what, sorry? No, it doesn't matter. Okay. Go on, go on, Jordan. That was Staircase wit in action there. Because I was just sat here like... I don't think it's Staircase. Where no, you, I think you came in just in time. No, say it, I, was, say it. I, w I, was, I was thinking of you, what you said with the initiation and that they beat her with rods for two hours. Yeah. And then she oh. comes back to her boyfriend and he, he goes, oh, d I don't remember giving you those, but whatever. Because <laughs> he's it, a terrible boyfriend. Was, it, was that all that for a fucking domestic yeah, violence yeah. joke? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it was. That's Holy why shit. Went, oh, no, I should probably not say that. And, well, then, it, and then you made me. Yeah, if anything, the blame so lies so with so us so here. So 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 come on, Jordan. I censored myself. We all believe in you. You say it, yeah. Go on, say it. Like, go on, Jordan. You'll like, you'll you'll make a joke oh, better than disgusting. <laughs> can I can I make the point? We're about twenty minutes into the film. Um, okay. Was, so Amanda Seyfried <laughs> goes Amanda Seyfried joins the cult. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. goes to the rest of the cult to pick the letters off the wall. Why haven't um, we done an official commentary track? Yet? When I don't know, it, we're getting that way. We're gonna. This is gonna be longer than the actual film. Um, so Amanda Seyfried, she goes to, and he actually knocks a brick out of a wall and hidden behind what? the wall. 
There is a, a letter that's been there for 50 years exactly. <laughs> okay. And they it's exactly 50 years. It's not like 52 years. They couldn't round up. No, it had to be exactly 50 years for the poetry of the film uh, and the, the artifice. Of the, so you don't actually believe it's going on. Like They don't try and make it real. They just go, no, it's 50 years. Like Deal with it. And the letter's <laughs> written by Vanessa Redgrave. Oh, um, but we don't know that yet. Oh. So... Uh, well, the she reads the Redgrave. Yeah, the actual Vanessa Redgrave. She was actually really lovesick after she did uh, all those BBC plays yeah. in the sort of like 50 years ago. Oh. Um, but yeah, uh, so she reads the letter and she goes, oh, this is really sweet. Oh, Vanessa Redgrave fell in love with some Italian man when they were back in the 50 years ago. And why was she writing to Juliet? And because the... Because Juliet's a symbol, Ben, as was explained. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But they, the Italian man like disappeared or something and they couldn't see each other anymore and she went, oh, I'll put a letter here. But I'll put it behind a brick in a wall for some reason. Why, yeah, why and no one will find it for 50 years. That makes entire sense. It, Especially if you want to reconnect with someone, you want to hide the letter away behind a wall. Yeah. Is, is, is that like the, the, the wall thing they have in Israel? It's not the Wailing Wall. Yeah, the impression I'm getting is the Wailing. We're all putting like the little little prayers over confessions in there and stuff. It's a really shitty American analogy for the Wailing Wall. But yeah, so Amanda Seyfried then goes, "I have to write back to them," and they go, "Go on, love." So she writes back to them, and they get this letter, right? And then, and it's just the death certificate. It doesn't tell us that we've skipped forward two weeks. It just sort of wakes up the next morning. Yeah, it just yeah, leaves you to figure out. that out. Yeah. Um, and suddenly, Christopher Egan turns up at the door, who is the most annoying person ever committed to celluloid. Oh, boy. Um, he is just this like really posh, arrogant prick. But he's dashing um, and handsome. But he's not. He's not dashing. But he's meant to be. He's Yeah, he's sort of handsome. And they turn up and they have this sort of bickering nonsense between them. And like right away, despite the fact that, that officially it should be like a, a customer-server um, like situation... No, Amanda Seyfried and they were like hurling insults at each other and sort of bickering and like, oh, and you're, sort of, you're looking at this and you're thinking, oh, they're, they're, they're going to fall. We all know where this is going. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, it goes that way. Um, but then Amanda Seyfried follows him out because he thinks he's a dick because he, he is. He's, he's really, really annoying. Then why would and you follow him? I don't know. I'm gonna follow that dick. No, literally, like, like they have an argument. He leaves, and then she follows him to berate him a bit more. Yeah. And then, like, like over the course of him, like trying to walk away, they're having a bit of a back and forth, and they, 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 it becomes like glaringly obvious that they're meant to be together. Are we now just reciting the entire (laughs) film, or uh, because I am waiting for a punchline at the Um, end of this? uh, Speaking of punchlines, check please. (laughs) I I did though write down. The three things that I worked out were jokes in the film. Okay. Because oh. none of them make any sense. And this really annoyed... This was... A few of the things annoyed me. Like, particularly the Christopher Egan character annoyed me. But this really annoyed me. The so fact are we, that the are jokes we gonna, don't make any sense. Uh, do you want us to deconstruct them and to try okay. and Possibly. figure out let's how to analyze it? Let's, let, let's go about this way. Make the joke even okay. funnier. So, to try and work out what the punchline is to this. So, after they, they initially bicker here... Um, and he storms out. Um, he's angry that Amanda Seyfried wrote a letter to her, his grandmother. And she says, I want to meet her. What's the punchline? What does he reply with? Uh, nice to meet you. I want to nice. put my meat in her. Oh. <laughs> meat as in <laughs> spicy meatball. I'm Italian. <laughs> <laughs> is, that is, is that the joke? Was no, the last one? No, what he replies is, I want to play for Manchester United, but I'm shit at football. Does he actually say that? He says that. I actually remember that Be- line. That's the worst fucking oh thing. Be- because he's British, and uh. we need to establish that he plays football, and he likes Manchester United. 
And there's another as bit do as well Brits. where he says, um, because they need to get around the plot hole that they've lived at the same address for 50 years, he says, us Brits like to stay in the family home. Because what? yeah, because no Brits ev no one in Britain ever moves house. You don't. What, no. you, you, what's you, that, you, what's you, that a stereotype? What, what is this weird stereotype that we've entered? It's like if I, if you ever have a look at any housing site, like when they have the boards up saying for sale, etc. Yeah, it's all just a hoax. Yeah, it's just in case tourists are But only around. for people not British, not British exactly. people. Because or, also, also what, why is the British person perpetuating this imaginary stereotype? <laughs> It's like something like a Chinese character like saying, "We Chinese people love rice." Because <laughs> it was written by an American, oh. and they they like it. Reminds me of like the. Do you remember the British like sort of romantic in intrigue character? Yeah. In Dwayne the Rock Johnson's San, San Andreas. Andreas. Yeah, but, but he's the most like painfully British, and he's got this real like, "Oh, I'm I'm British. I'm from London." Ah, <laughs> like, oh no, it's awful that all this is happening. Is it Kylie Minogue in that film? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah she's <laughs> in it for a <laughs> scene Minogue and then dies. Falls out of a Window. <laughs> no, she, she doesn't. No, she, she, she walks, she out, walks out of a door, but there's no, nothing oh. on the other side um, of the door. Incidentally, as well, the director of Letters to Juliet died from brain cancer eight months after the film came out, uh, which is a shame because I feel like if a doctor watched the film, they could have got an early diagnosis <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm loving the smirk <laughs> on your face. I'm, I'm loving this. It comes across as a film made by a man with brain cancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I knew there Christ. was some. I knew there was some punchline to this. Yeah. But um, I did not expect you to slate someone for having brain cancer. Oh, you got yeah, brain you cancer. would have brain cancer, wouldn't you? You, well, you fucking shit twat. Movies. Yeah. <laughs> he also made thirteen. <laughs> You're an he awful person, Robbie. He Owen. also made thirteen going on thirty, which oh is a film, boy. which is I a film in which Jennifer Garner saves a company by dancing to by some songs she knew when by, she was eight. By, 13. by turning 30 by wishing in a cupboard. Yeah, she sits in a cupboard, she wishes. <laughs> I, this I is be another rom here. I'm, f I'm flirty. <laughs> 30. <laughs> so 30 and flirty and what? 30 and flirty at 30. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I don't know. But there's, a bit, that three there's times a bit in that film 30. where Andy Samberg, no, not Andy Samberg, who is he? Andy Circus plays, there's a bit of a difference Andy Circus is in it. Andy Circus is in it, right. He plays well, Mark this, this, this is pre Lord of the Rings, But he plays Mark Ruffalo's boss and the company's about to go under this party doesn't go well and then Jennifer Garner comes in and dances in the middle of the party and, and saves the, party the day really well, and the whole company is saved Wait, so um, but so that's so another film made by this guy so, so um, he's rubbish as well so you've got Actually, Andy Serkis and Mark Ruffalo yeah uh, two men with weirdly handsome goblin faces yeah yeah. Well, you think Andy Serkis is handsome not really Andy Serkis <laughs> makes for a really attractive ape he, he, makes, he makes for an attractive goblin yeah I'd yeah. fuck that goblin yeah I mean, I mean if I'd achieved in loads of goblins and Andy Serkis I'd probably fuck Andy Serkis to be honest <laughs> what if he was in goblin form what if he was Gollum I mean as, as if you know, I wouldn't fuck a goblin I mean come on the goblins speaking, speaking of Gollum wait are um, you saying that you would or wouldn't fuck a goblin I mean for the stories like, so like, you'd yeah, have to wouldn't you yeah I fucked like, a goblin like, if you saw a well, goblin you'd, you'd be almost obligated to fuck it I mean I <laughs> like, well I'm never going to get an opportunity again in my life to fuck a I'm goblin fuck so I'll goblin. have to fuck the goblin what remind me never to dress up as a goblin around you guys <laughs> why do you dress up as a goblin anyway Jordan <laughs> no Halloween's coming at some point I, I just put on my goblin outfit <laughs> what if for oh what? no I've worn my goblin outfit around Penn and James <laughs> oh no no anyway, carry on <laughs> I was going to do something about how what if it's the Goblin King it's David Bowie in I which case definitely um, I'd, I'd fuck him but not now because he's dead well, no I, st I still Sorry. wouldn't stop me yeah. um, as I mentioned in the intro yeah oh, 20 yeah, minutes yeah. of action um, oh but boy for God's sake. but 
Wasn't no, David Bowie cremated? <laughs> <laughs> that makes it quite yeah, but you could like, like yeah. if you really tried, you could fucking earn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's, a, there's a convenient hole there. Put a bit of water um, in. Didn't you Keith Richards snort his dad's ashes? Put a bit of water Put in. Put a bit of water in. Make it more solid. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a bit of PVA glue and kind oh of stir it in with a stick. We're getting Neil Buchanan involved. <laughs> <laughs> so there's um, then a bit later on where Amanda Seyfried meets Vanessa Redgrave, who's played by Vanessa Redgrave, and um, the, the the grand as rock, herself, whatever. yeah. Um, and she goes, "Hey, I hope you find the charming man you came to Italy to find, despite having no way of finding him." Um, so they then go and they draw up loads of maps and stuff in order to find out how to find this guy that she met 50 years ago. Is this making any sense to you, Ben? Are you following this? No, no. I keep, fair I keep thinking I'm having some sort of mild migraine. So carry on. <laughs> but I, 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 I keep I keep zoning out because I'm worried that I'm about to have a migraine. <laughs> Sorry, but there's a bit. Um, when they're about to go off on their adventures to find this man. And one of the, the, the Juliet Club, one of the Juliet secretaries, whatever, says to um, the prick man, I've forgotten his name, but says to him... The posh man, British the, the prick man. Posh dick. Posh British um, prick. Which could go for any member of the cabinet. Um, <laughs> but he says to him... Get some satire again, folks. They're, t- <laughs> they're talking about something romantic. And she replies, because she's Italian, you are English. <laughs> you don't have a romantic bone in your body. And he replies, oh, remind me who wrote Romeo and Juliet. What's the punchline? <laughs> Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, that's half of it. Jordan's got half of it. Shakespeare. What's the punchline? The playwright. <laughs> Motherfucking Shakespeare. <laughs> do, do, do you say... Uh, that's Freud. Do you say Freud? Yeah. <laughs> he wrote. He wrote R- Roman Juliet. Sigmund Freud. <laughs> 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 no, the the punchline to that joke is so he goes. Remind me who wrote Roman Juliet? Does it, no, do, no, no, no. I, wait, wait, wait. Does he say national British icon Shakespeare? No, he doesn't. No, he is says that close. Almost. He says William Shakespeare, an Italian. What? what? <laughs> Which is just a lie. What? I don't know. Then again, I don't William understand what that means. <laughs> I think she's supposed to be joking. Wait, 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 wait. So who's saying what? So, so she says... She says you don't have a romantic... You're English, so you don't have a romantic bone in your body because yeah. there's another stereotype about this, about this apparently. Okay. Uh, to which he replies... I've got a romantic oh. bone for you right here, darling. That's <laughs> what he says. Remind me. He says, remind me who wrote Romeo and Juliet. And she replies, Shakespeare, an Italian. Well, I don't get it. Is she being sarcastic? Mamma mia. I don't know. That's I said the jokes don't make any sense. That, oh, that, yeah, that's art, verily that art of spicy meatball. <laughs> the joke is, <laughs> <laughs> the joke is Shakespeare was Italian. Shakespeare was not Italian. He, he had was. no Italian blood. He had a so it isn't a joke. It's a lie. Yeah, <laughs> it's like saying why did the chicken cross the road? Because George Osborne. Uh, Where was Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Juliet set. It was set in Naples. Wasn't yeah, it? so that's kind of. No, it's Fair Verona. 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 Oh yeah, of course, Fair Verona. Mm. So, so, so wait, what's set in Naples? That's the 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 Merchant of Naples, the <laughs> less well known one compared to the Merchant of Venice. <laughs> it's a lesser known that sequel. It, it's it's his younger underachieving brother who just kind of tried to strike out on his own. <laughs> no, it's, it's, like it's, it's a tragedy. And then it doesn't ended go up well like ended it's up the serving. It's, 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 it's the guy who wrote the Barnacle films. Was it Terry Shakespeare? Terry Shakespeare. Terry Shakespeare. That one. Yeah. Is that actually the guy who wrote? Yeah, them? yeah. But it was he directed it. Well, he shot on that name, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Is actually his descendant. Yeah, she went on to create <coughs> the masterpieces out of the Barnacle films. Mm. But no, that's what that's one of the punchlines. Um, and then, a bit later on, right, they're, when they're starting to be, like Amanda Seyfried and 
um, prick have been they get a bit more friendly and they've started looking and they find this guy and they're like oh you're Lorenzo the guy that Vanessa Redgrove fell in love with and he goes yeah my name's Lorenzo and they're like oh uh, here she is and she goes over and she's like I'm so happy to meet you then she looks in the eye and goes it's not him as oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> they go back and then they go and meet like 40 more of more 40 more people called Lorenzo because there's apparently 72 but because Amanda Seyfried is an expert fact checker she can go and f- narrow that down somehow but they still go and visit loads mm-hmm. and the montages is Lorenzo dead is that what it turns out is there's a bit dead? where they go to a grave oh. and they're like oh look that's Lorenzo and they're like oh no and then he pops and then up he and says, says <laughs> yeah, as a zombie pops out it's, of been, the grave. it's been it's 50 fucking years it's not to me <laughs> I am a dead <laughs> I'm a so a dead <laughs> it's a splashing me blood and I'm dead is this racist yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry uh, but so. there's a bit while they're looking around where they're having bre- Amanda Savory's having breakfast and over comes Prick and says here to here him here comes Prick <laughs> here comes Prick swaddling over <laughs> hello I'm Prick <laughs> There's a chat up line. Hello, darling, I'm Prick. Swaggers up. He says, Gran wants to sleep in a bit more this morning. To which she replies, Is she okay? Does she want something? Fair enough, I suppose. No, she's dead. And <laughs> he replies, She's tough as old boots, that one. Then what's the, what's the line that follows that? What's the punchline? Like old, really old boots, like. Tough as like, old boots, like our like tanned Italian hides. He <laughs> said, like, vintage Doc Martens, and then winks at the camera and, 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 say, and says, that's a product. Yeah, and, and then, then the, the camera pans down, <laughs> and everyone's wearing Doc Martens. And, 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 and then, then like, like, some sort of upbeat 90s hip-hop backing music starts. Yeah, with and, like a, and there's a big duh, yellow duh, price. Duh, 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 and it's like yeah. 139.99, but it's slashed. And it's like, you can get it now. 99.99, but wait, but wait, we've slashed that. Only fifty nine ninety nine with a hundred and thirty two pounds package postage. And then there's like <laughs> loads of really up close shots of people walking through the streets in Doc Martens. And they're all with smiling. Just really appalling <laughs> amounts of lens flare all over the yeah, place. Beep, like, beep, 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 doo, and he keeps zooming in, in and Doc out. Doc Martens. And then the entire film becomes a Doc Martens <laughs> advert. Is, is that, that, is that the punchline? <laughs> is that it? This, this, I this wish is ba- that was what happened. This is basically Doc Martens advert now. <laughs> I mean, if you want to buy some Doc Martens, there's Doc Martens shop I mean, on Sadlergate in Derby right Doc now. If Doc Martens want to sponsor us, like... Yeah. <laughs> We're open. And you um, can go to the Dot Martin shop on Sadlergate in Derby and be served by a friend of mine called Katie. Hey, <laughs> Katie, shout out. Yeah, hey, um, how's it going? But no, the punchline is, yeah, so all of that happens and then we cut back <laughs> to to Prick stood there and he says, the punchline is, she's tough as old boots, that one. She's Churchill in a dress. What? What? <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know. This is... This, but the... the, the the suggestion is because it's English. That oh Churchill, God, English. Yeah, Churchill is tough. Like you could have said, she's Statham in a dress, but no, she's, she's Churchill in a dress. And secondly, suggesting she's in a dress. No, she'll be in a nighty because she's asleep at the moment, oh. um, which isn't a dress. So she was. Thirdly, she hasn't worn a dress at any point. She's in the a womanizer who was only good in World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not following. And also, he also was voted out the moment it was peacetime. Yeah. Yeah. Useless in peacetime. Well, yeah. Was Was Churchill really known for being tough, like physically? No. No, I he mean, wasn't. He's yeah. known for being a bit like the dog, <laughs> and 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 I know he got hit by a taxi and broke his hip. Yeah. If if he was rode so tough, how did his hip break? <laughs> he was mainly just known for like having quite a sharp wit, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. And the ability to give pretty good speeches. Yeah. And also an, the ability to be appropriated by uh, by nationalists nowadays. <laughs> yeah, Churchill wouldn't have had. Churchill any of this. wouldn't want these. Oh, Churchill wouldn't have had these immigrants coming over here with their. 
with their skills, with our with our quite extensive immigrant vetting system. They're, they're and and, and, and if, if you'd like to hear more Britain First jokes, why don't you listen back to our old episode? Episode, which, episode 32, Britain First, Common Sense Later. I could have been a doctor with my GCSE PE. We haven't insulted Britain First in a while. Uh-huh. No, we've we kind of an easy like target, and we, 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 got, we got a lot of it out of the system. We they're they're an easy target, though, aren't yeah, they? They're yeah. all just stupid. But they <laughs> are, are weird potato-headed mongoloids, a lot of them. So, you know. <laughs> so there we go, easy it, it, target. It's hard not to. Fucking St. George's <laughs> flag-waving troglodytes. Uh, haven't, haven't, <laughs> we, haven't we all been blocked on Facebook by Mr. Six now? Yeah. By repeatedly sending the word meme to him. Well, I didn't. I just sent him five poop emojis a day. He'd read <laughs> oh, them, yeah. not send anything back, and then eventually he blocked me. I d- I, no, I just said meme to him once, and he blocked me. Same. <laughs> he put up. With, he put up with the poop emojis for like a week. See, see he, he can deal with the poop yeah, emojis. Maybe he thought, oh, this might be going somewhere. Yeah. He can deal with the poop emojis, but he can't deal with meme. But if Donald Trump said it, though, yeah, he'd have his vote. Uh, <laughs> it's a huge meme. So there's another. We have a tremendous amount of memes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're gonna we're gonna build a massive meme, um, but yeah, basically, basically, <laughs> rest of the film meme. quickly to run through it because I feel like we need closure. Yeah, we do. I, um, I do. The do we have to run through the rest? My of the brain film, is deflating. Well, right sort now. of. Then Amanda Seyfried, right? Spoiler goes, alert. And she's like, "Oh, I'm so sad because my mum left when I was nine. She ran out of me." And he's like, "Oh, well, my my parents let my parents died." And they're like, "Yeah, but you don't know what real loss is." And it's like, "Oh no, it's different." And I like, oh, "Shut up, go home. I don't <laughs> like any of you." And then, unfortunately, they don't go home. Uh, they stay in Italy for a bit longer. And Amanda Seyfried's just sort of walking around. And there's a bit right where she does go home. Um, and her and her boyfriend are like, "Oh." you didn't spend any time with me. And like, yeah, because that was the point of the trip. And he's like, well, I'm having a really stressful time. And he's like, oh, well, you should follow your dream. You should be a writer. That's your passion. That's the phrase he keeps saying. That's your passion. You should follow your passion. And she's like, oh, maybe I should. So she writes up, because she's going to write up the article. Like That's why she's been following around. That's why she's crowbarred into the story with Vanessa Red, Vanessa Red, And then, right, she sat there, and there's a bit where she sat in the park, and that Taylor Swift song, uh, Love Story, starts playing because they mentioned Romeo and Juliet, and it has to happen. Oh. And the other way the song sort of builds towards a crescendo just yeah, as it's getting yeah, towards yeah. a crescendo it cuts away oh. and the song cuts out completely oh. and you think oh well never mind and did she gets on the plane and she goes to the wedding because they eventually met uh, did, did they kill Red- themselves at the end like Remy and Juliet almost oh. um, Vanessa Redgrave uh, I did meet Lorenzo and they they're going to get married and Vanessa and Amanda Seyfried goes back to go and get yeah there's like a, a vaguely heartwarming bit where um, they give up on going looking for them and Vanessa Redgrave goes oh that, oh, that um, vineyard's really good let's turn in there and they happen to, to meet him there just by chance, and they meet in this whole heartwarming, and yeah, they're going to get married. And then while they're there, Amanda Seyfried, um, she's 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 been sat on the bench, and she now goes there, and she breaks up with her boyfriend because they have an argument whilst he's setting up all this pasta stuff, and he gets all his chefs to leave. And then um, whilst they're in Italy, right, she goes and she's talking to uh, Prick Man uh, because they kissed early, by the way, when they were still back in Italy. And here they are, sat there, and they're talking to each other. And Amanda Savory's like, oh, I really like you. I think you're great. And then overcomes this woman. Um, and like, she's called something like, I don't know, what's, what's a woman's name? I'm aware I'm talking too much. Is she, is she Rhonda. Italian? Rhonda. Okay, Rhonda. she's early in the film. Why was that the first one <laughs> that came to my head? Early in the film, right, there's a bit where... Um, Prick says to Amanda Seyfried, yeah, I have this on-off girlfriend called Amanda, called Rhonda. Um, and she's like, oh. And then later on, this bit, and then she's like, oh, this is Rhonda. And they come over and they're like, oh, I'll speak to you later. And she's really upset because she's like, oh, no, they're back with the girlfriend. Uh, and then all this other stuff happens at the church and Vanessa Redgrave read out the letter and it's sort of okay, but everyone makes out like it's the most amazing thing ever written. Um, 
and then Amanda Seyfried runs off really upset because in it she says something like, if you love someone, then you should really chase after them and never give up on it. And she's like, oh, no, I've given up on falling over a prick, even though I don't buy that romance for a second. Um, and they just don't work together. There's no chemistry between them. And they're both idiots. And actually, they deserve each other. So I'm kind of glad they're out of the way from the rest of humanity. I hope they live together in like a shack and never talk to anyone else for the rest of their lives. And then and while the they're... <laughs> really well, torn up about this. So while they're, while they're there. Even after... Even when did you last watch this film? This morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, how long has this been building up? But it's just all day. He runs after her because um, she's really upset. And he's like, oh, where are you? And oh, guess what? Because it's all Romeo and Juliet. It's all a metaphor. It's all reflecting it. She's up on a balcony. And it's a bit earlier in the film. I surely, I mean, there's all this. It sounds like four bones. The person who wrote this, that's all they know about Romeo and Juliet. They've there's never read it before. But all they know is that there's a balcony scene and also it's vaguely romantic, even though it's that's it. not you really. That would have been a better end to the movie than there what? being a balcony scene. Him, him seeing it and just go, oh, fuck off, you cliched bitch, and then just like yeah. get on his motorcycle and drive <laughs> off into the sunset. See, I'd be more in his side. See, the whole, thing about, the whole thing about Romeo and Juliet is not it's not even that romantic. It's like the whole thing. There's like Shakespeare going, aren't teenagers fucking stupid? Yeah. <laughs> like they, they, they take love so seriously. And they're fucking teenagers. I think that's what it's like. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, the, that's the point of it. It's yeah, yeah. Because like all these people fucking die just because these uh, these teenagers think we love each other. And then at the end... And they kill themselves. Yeah, they kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> if only these characters kill themselves. And that they kill themselves also over a hilarious misunderstanding. Was it a, hol- a hilarious <laughs> misunderstanding? A hilarious misunderstanding. You make it sound like an episode of Seinfeld. Well, yeah. well, was, was it a hilarious <laughs> misunderstanding <laughs> like in the context of their deaths? Yeah. Or was it a hilarious misunderstanding in as much as like I don't know, like like someone had a wig and was mistaken for a donkey or something. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. Like, you're like, Oh, it's so zany Shakespeare. We'll look back on it one day and laugh, or we would if we were alive. Yeah. Um but yeah, so there's a balcony, right? And Amanda Seyfried appears at the top of it and she's like Oh, I'm so upset because you're with your old girlfriend. He's like, "Oh no, that isn't my girlfriend. That's my cousin." And oh she's my like, god! Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "What? How does that work? Is uh, that legal?" And they're like, "No, there's there's two Rondas. This one's my cousin, my girlfriend. I haven't spoken to in oh a year." Oh my god! I know is that an actual plot I, point. Yes, that. that's oh really happened god. in Letters to Juliet, starring mm. Amanda Seyfried and Vanessa Redgrave. I feel like I'm, I'm the, the end of the movie. Please let that be the end. Then she goes like, "Oh, do you love me?" And she's like. Yeah, Not and really. she's like, "Oh well, I love you." And he goes like, "Oh, I'm truly, madly, greatly, deeply in love with you," and gives it's, like all these. Like, is, is, is there any kind of proper incest in the film, or is it? Unfortunately, of... not. Oh. Oh. See, that ruins it. Yeah, yeah. it's not one of those. Are you, are you categories. suggesting that for a movie to be good, there has to be <laughs> incest in it? I mean, personally, yeah. Yeah. Name, name name I really love Rugrats the movie, but <laughs> <laughs> it could have been why better. Why Rugrats the movie? <laughs> why did you remember? Yeah, why is the first thing that popped into my mind? All right, like God, oh, this film could have been improved with something. Incestuous toddlers. So when, when you think about incest, the first thing that pops into your head is the fucking Rugrats movie. <laughs> well, I was going to say Game of Thrones, and then I thought, what's the nearest to Game of Thrones I can think the of? Rugrats <laughs> the Rugrats movie. The Rugrats movie. Is, is, is it the one where they go to Paris? Yeah, or, uh, or the, is the Rugrats and the Wild Thornberrys? Yeah, because we, we all remember that scene in, uh, in the, uh, the end of the first season of the Rugrats when Tommy's decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Game of Thrones jokes. We all remember that scene at the end of the third season of Game of the Rugrats when uh, two of the toddlers get married and then one of them's killed. <laughs> Game of Thrones <laughs> jokes. Um, if you, but if yeah, you like this. I don't really know Game of Thrones, but I know Rugrats. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I've always made Here it. So he climbs up the balcony, right? And he's like, yeah, I love you. And she's like, nice one. And then, so he leans, she says... 
are you going to kiss me? And he's like, yeah, sure. So he, <laughs> so he moves in. It was a kiss. He moves in to kiss her, right? Only she f- he falls off the balcony. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh, no. no. It's so funny. Does he die? No, oh. no, he doesn't. And that was really annoying. Because what does he land on? Or in? On his neck. Paralyzed. There's a sickening crunch. And, and he, then <laughs> he crumbles like paper mache. <laughs> and, and then the it, sequel it, it, movie like is wheelchairs to Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> she, you can only move his eyes. <laughs> she runs down off the balcony and she says to him, can you move? And he says, no, I've landed l- on my neck. <laughs> he says, only my lips. Oh, uh, no. And then they kiss and it's like, oh. And, and then, then everyone, he passes then away. Everyone comes around and looks at them and so is like, pl- please, oh. please, I'm really paralyzed. I can literally <laughs> only move my lips. But everyone comes around and looks at them and is like, oh, good job, guys. Well done. You're in true love. And then it pans out slowly and it's like at sunset and it pans up, right? And it looks the whole time like it's a really nice day, but actually it's full of grey clouds. And you think, well, that's not inspiring because oh you're not no. like CGI'd in at least white clouds if you're going to have clouds in the sky or clear blue sky. It can't be that <laughs> difficult. It's a really dour note to end the film on. Then it comes up in like handwriting, like fountain pen font because it's all about like oh. our writing and that. Oh, by the way, a, a bloody article got published by the New Yorker and they went, oh, you're so Doesn't good at writing. Doesn't she already work for the New Yorker? Yes, but she was a fact, um, checker. fact checker. She wanted to be a journalist okay. and she gets to publish and like, oh, you're now our most loyal journalist. We're going to get you to write everything. You're so good. And also the um, the other guy, the prick, says that <laughs> um, you're writing really really good because apparently she's amazing at writing all the time but we don't know it because she's stuck doing a fact checking job because if you go for your dream you'll automatically be good at it Mm. and it fans up and it says the end and the credits roll and I'm like hooray well done guys you made a film that wasn't very good and now the director's died of brain cancer Oh. Robbie, did, did you just describe the plot of an you Amanda Seyfried rom-com <laughs> for half an hour? Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> the, the, this sounds like the, fil- the favourite film of a vapid fucking idiot who, 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 who just fucking posts minion memes on Facebook. <laughs> oh, please, mister. Can I have some more? I've, I've listened to all of the verbal discharge, but it's just not enough. Why, of course you can, young boy. And that just about brings us to an end of a exciting episode. <laughs> it's been exciting, right? I want to yeah. go home. I'm tired. Of verbal discharge. Uh, our first one at the Maypole. Yeah. Um, so, A, thank you to the Maypole for hosting us. B, thank you to Dan Webber for waiting <laughs> around for, for four hours. For hours whilst four hours. Four whole hours. See, th- that's all the behind-the-scenes shit that you and listeners don't normally get to hear. And see, thank you for Isaac for coming down to help yeah. us out. What thank a what you a cool very guy! Much. Thank you to everyone who has who has made this episode a possibility, including all of you. So, if you enjoyed listening to this for whatever reason, uh, you can find more of our tripe on Facebook. Trite, tripe. I like it. Oh well, no. Oh. Wait, is a tripe and trite the same? Or have I just misheard well, one well of them? Well, tripe right? is a kind of food. I do yeah, but you can still say something that's utter tripe yeah, when it's, it's shit. Tripe. You can find more of our tripe, 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 <laughs> trifle. Trout. Um, Trident. No. Yeah. <laughs> Trident's um, good. Keep it. Facebook.com yeah. forward slash verbal discharge. And if, and if you found this episode in any way funny, you might as well kill yourself. Or you can find us on Twitter uh, at Verb Dis Radio. How dare you, that's my <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> uh, you can visit the website, providing you didn't kill yourself, you're not busy talking to the director of Letter of Juliet, um, at www.verbaldischarge.co.uk. There was a blog this week done by our very own 
Ben? Oh shit, it was me. I, I, I wrote one that's 250 words. What was it, Ben? What, what oh, did you write What about? was it again? I forgot what it was. <laughs> oh, no, so it, proud it, of it. it. It was called The Cursed Ready Meal. <laughs> it was 250 words. And it's so and funny. Boy, it's boy, it's a fulfilling read. Yeah. <laughs> um, what haven't we done? Because I email. wasn't listening. That's more or less email. it. You can email us. Things at verbal discharge, or you can find a speak pipe. It's on our Facebook you can page. Speak and a big you can pipe. Send us a forty-five second clip of your voice. Sometimes we have them, usually from murderous stalkers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah that tends to be the case. Which is a strange sensation, but we, we love you all equally. And thank you again for listening. Um, it's always nice when people actually do this. <laughs> Jordan, final word of the show. Cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking hell. <laughs>